Welcome to the Words of Whimsy podcast, where you will find ideas, resources, and encouragement for the everyday teacher. My name's Jessica, and I'm an educator, school counselor, Teachers Pay Teachers content creator, and now blogger and podcaster. I know that as educators, our free time is precious, so I just want to say a huge thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to press play and tune in. Without further ado, let's get started. Hello educators and happy fall! Fall is absolutely my favorite time of the year. Part of this is because I have a November birthday, but it's mostly because it's a season of anticipation. After the hot summer months, I've been waiting for the crisper temperatures that bring cardigans, hot cider, and crunching leaves. There's something special about how we can just build community with one another, whether that's in our neighborhoods or in our classrooms, in a more fun and natural way as we spend time going to pumpkin patches, football games, tailgates, and fall festivals. With fall being my favorite season, I thought I would share some of my personal fall favorites with you all. I'll share a bit of my personal favorite fall goodies first and then touch on some of my favorite lessons to teach and activities to do with my students in the fall as well. So some of my personal fall faves, I have no shame in admitting that I am one of those girls who gets a pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks as soon as it's released, which is usually in like August, you know, it's like totally still hot outside, but whatever. <laughs> Never mind the fact that this is getting earlier and earlier and usually only starts a couple weeks into the school year, but you know, perfect timing for teachers as we are tired and need to pick me up after a long day with our 20 plus littles. But sometimes I go with my classic pumpkin spice latte, but more times than not, I spice things up by slightly changing my order. Um, here are some of my favorite go-tos. So the skinny pumpkin spice latte, which is just the regular PSL, but it's a non-fat latte. Skim milk with one pump of pumpkin spice for a tall, two pumps for a grande, and three for a venti. So not only does this adjustment cut down on fat, sugar, and calories, but it is also about a dollar cheaper to order it this way rather than going with the full on specialty handcraft PSL. So start with the cafe latte, make it the skim milk, and then add one, two, or three pumps of pumpkin spice. The other one I might do is the pumpkin spice chai latte. So you can use the skinny recipe from earlier or just go with the classic PSL, but sub half of the pumpkin syrup for chai. And this combo of pumpkin and chai is the perfect fall combo. Um, The pumpkin cold foam, Pumpkin cold foam cold brew is something else they came out with about a year ago. Um, This became my overall favorite Starbucks order at all last year. Like I was so sad to see it go after the holidays. My coworkers and I were just so sad that we couldn't get that anymore. Um, We would bond over how much we love that drink. That was just one of our things. But um, anyways, definitely one of my favorites. The cold foam makes the drink super creamy and rich without leaving you feeling like grossly bloated. So it's kind of a nice lighter drink. Um, The drink normally comes with with vanilla syrup as well. But just like the skinny PSL, you can sub this for sugar-free vanilla if you'd like. Um, The last fall drink that I love is the caramel apple spice. So if you're not a pumpkin fan or not a coffee fan, this is another fall classic at Starbucks and is usually my husband's favorite fall drink as well. He's a big apple guy. This is a sweet, caramelly, creamy apple cider. You have to try it. It's a great switch up for the fall days that I'm feeling a little pumpkin out. So Moving on from coffee, one of my other fall favorites is a good old slouchy cardigan. I love how comfy it feels, almost just like wearing pajamas to work, making it the perfect wardrobe piece for when you want to keep the cozy, comfy flow going with you at work and just want something cute and simple to go over a casualty. Um, 
I have linked one of my favorites in the blog. If you want to check that out on the Words of Whimsy website, um, that's super easy to order from Amazon. It comes in lots of colors, so you can have a few different ones to use as staple pieces and different outfits. But got to have a slouchy cardigan. Um, for my favorite fall lessons and activities to teach, when it comes to the types of lessons that I teach, I like to do a combination of thematic lessons and inquiry-based lessons. I just love the fun crafts and songs and books that go along with teaching themes. But I also love the higher-level learning and research and student-centered learning that goes along with inquiry-based lessons, where the students are asking great thought-provoking questions and taking the initiative to research themselves to learn more. So I try to combine these two methods when teaching about fallen leaves and pumpkins. I love to do fun activities like leaf hunts, leaf graphs for what colors of leaves they found outside, using the five senses to describe different parts of the trees in fall, such as leaves, branches, and the fruit, maybe apples or figs. These are great units to get kids outside and exploring outdoors. So there are also some fun hands-on activities and experiments we do as well, like pumpkin dissections and carving and apple tasting parties where students can try different types of apples and different foods made from apples, like applesauce, apple juice, apple pie, apple cider, apple donuts. If you live near an orchard, they're so good and more. Um, if you're interested in getting more ideas for those units, you can find those lesson plans for them in my Teachers Pay Teachers shop. For family involvement, I always typically try to find some ways to incorporate family involvement in the fall. So if you celebrate holidays in your classroom, there are some ways to incorporate this into Halloween and Thanksgiving lessons. Um, for Halloween, many schools might not allow students to wear their costumes to school, which is a bummer to many students and often their parents as well. They want them to get to wear their costume out to school. But I like to find a way around this by doing what a lot of schools do, which is book character day. If you haven't heard of this, basically a student chooses a favorite book and dresses as a character from that book for character day. This can become a family project by having the student and family pick a book and design a costume idea together. Parents can then even be invited into the classroom for a sharing time or celebration or wax museum, whatever you'd like to do. For Thanksgiving, I like to do something similar by inviting families in for a gathering of gratitude is what I like to call it. So I send invitations for this event home with students and for them to RSVP to get a head count of how many visitors to expect. Depending on your class, their families and your school's policies, you may want to send home a sign up sheet and do a potluck style gathering, or you may just want to provide snacks and drinks yourself. Um, I always keep this light instead of making it a whole meal, maybe turkey roll ups or sliders, crackers, fruit and veggie tray, juice boxes, etc. But this is a great time for students to perform any songs or other performances if you'd like to do, you know, like a program or a time to simply go around the room and share what everyone is thankful for. Um, they always have fun doing that and it's just sweet to hear them share. So don't underestimate the power of inviting families into your classroom. This goes miles and shows families that you value and appreciate them and that they're welcome in your classroom. Um, another activity you can do in the classroom or send home as a fun family activity um, is write the room. So you can find this resource in both a Halloween and Thanksgiving version in my TPT shop if you want the labels and worksheet already made. Um, otherwise, you can just make your own and do a write the room for Thanksgiving and Halloween. But I hope that you found these ideas useful and just fun to relate to um, and can implement some of them to help both you and your students enjoy the sweet season of fall. Until next time, guys. I'll see you later. Happy teaching. Thanks so much for joining us today. 
If you ever want to read a transcript version of this podcast, you can read our blog on our website at words-of-whimsy.com. I would love to hear what you think and to connect with you throughout the school year. You can follow along with us on Facebook and on Instagram at underscore words of whimsy underscore. Also, if you're interested in accessing our free resource library for teachers, you can head on over to our website, words-of-whimsy.com to sign up and have them sent straight to you. If you like these resources or find them helpful, you can find more like them on my Teachers Pay Teachers shop as well. Just search for Words of Whimsy. If you liked today's episode, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that other educators like you can find our podcast as well. That's all for now, and we'll see you on the next episode.